Are you a sleep-deprived parent? Do you dream about your baby sleeping peacefully through the night and during their nap time? Or are you just desperate to help lull your baby to sleep and have them stay asleep? Or just dreaming about a full night's sleep and restful time for you so you can wake up the next morning feeling refreshed and ready to start the day as a new parent? Well, reality check. Having a baby sleep through the night might not always be the case, but there are things out there that can help, like this week's guest and her amazing invention. You did it! Hello again, everybody. Thank you for being here with me on another episode of You Did It, the podcast. Sit back, relax, and if you're tired, you might actually need a little bit of a drink. Maybe a pick-me-up, if you know what I mean. Because this week, we're going to be talking about sleeping babies and sleep-deprived parents. Our guest this week created something, well, revolutionary, if I might say. She has been on Shark Tank and is the inventor of a product that you may have gifted to somebody or you might already own some of her products, but her idea helps babies drift off to dreamland. Please welcome the founder of Dreamland Baby Co., Tara Williams. Tara, thank you for coming here on the podcast today. I know you're so busy and I really appreciate your time and energy and I just, I wanted to dive right in because, um... I'm kind of like, I wish you could make these for me. <laughs> like I they want to. You. I have, I always have my, I have my Peter Rabbit one, but I always have it here on my, I don't know if anyone can see me, but my chair and it just like sits on my lap and keeps me cozy and yes. relaxed because my days are stressful. Yes. So yeah, parents can use them too. I stole it from my um, kid's crib and she's not napping now. So it's my own fault. <laughs> but I was like, this is mine. Um, well, I wanted to dive right in because I've, listen to many podcasts that you've been on. I've read up on you. I mean, I've followed the brand for quite a few years. You've been a part of our lives and my baby's life for three, almost, oh my God, almost going on three years now. Um, but I'd love to, I'd love to hear your story. I know you've said it many times, but for our listeners that haven't been introduced to you yet, I'd love to see if you can just dive into your journey. I mean, how did this all start for you? Yeah, the journey journey was crazy. So I have four children and this was my fourth baby. He was my first baby who slept really horribly. So at six months old, he was still waking up every hour and a half, which okay. is like a newborn for anyone who has kids. Yeah. Um, we had bought everything, we had tried everything. There's just there was nothing that was helping him. And so one night I I took a heavy throw blanket and I just laid it on top of him. We were on the couch. And immediately he calmed down. And it was, I always say it's like that cartoon where the light bulb moment, like the light bulb goes off. And that was for me. And I just thought immediately, oh my gosh, he needs a weighted blanket. So I jumped onto Google, Amazon, one of them, and nothing came up. And then I went to the other, you know, I was at Google, Etsy, just like looking everywhere and nothing like what I was imagining. I couldn't find it. And so I had called my mother-in-law and I said, here's the idea. Like, basically, I just want a sleep sack 
that has a weighted blanket built on top of it. So he can have it right on his body and it's fitting. So it's safe. It's not a loose blanket in the crib. She was like, okay, I understand. So we ordered a bunch of stuff. It took her a couple of weeks to make it. And then the first night we got it back, he slept for 12 hours. Yes. Incredible, immediate sleep success to the point where we thought this has to be a fluke. I had been used to waking up every hour and a half going in his crib. At this point, he was six months old. I was not breastfeeding him anymore. He, you know, he could sleep through the night. He just wasn't. And so I went in his room a bunch of times at night. Each time he was sleeping, I'm like, this is amazing. And then the next day he took this awesome three-hour nap. Next night, slept 12 hours again. And we were like, what is going on? Little buddy. Yeah, immediately I thought, you know, this this is a product that every mother needs to have. Yeah. while my other three children slept good, they could have slept even better with this. Yeah. He was a disastrous sleeper and it brought him to a great sleeper. So yeah, right away I was like, I'm going to make this a business. And like, I'm, I just, everybody needs to have this. It's awesome. Do you have a weighted blanket in your life? Like, did you have one prior to that too? Like, was that a concept that kind of, you were like, oh yeah. We're, like, what are those brands out there for us? Big, big babies, like I mean, Casper makes one, Hush Blanket, like all these other brands. So did did you Mm -hmm. kind of have that like cha-ching moment, (laughs) cha-ching, but sorry, light bulb moment and then cha-ching moment where you were like, cool, cool. I use one. Like, do you, did you have it? I think, yeah, I had used one. Um, I also like, I'm a very particular sleeper. So I sleep with a sleep mask. I like earplugs. I want my room completely dark. I want like a sound machine. I'm like a baby. I have four kids though. Like I don't blame you. (laughs) I even have this little thing I sleep with. It's like a bunny from when I was a baby. Like I travel with it. It's like this little like lovey thing. I mean, so I'm ridiculous, which I recognize, but the (laughs) weighted blanket I had actually, so I've always slept really well. And I, I would joke that I could fall asleep anywhere. Like I could get on a plane and I'd fall asleep. Yeah. But my dad had pretty bad restless leg syndrome. So he was waking up and it like started getting worse as he got older. He was waking up all through the night. So yeah. 2017 for Christmas, we had given him a way to blanket and it like cool. changed his life Cool. because he was taking sleep medication and just stuff over the counter. Eventually he got a prescription from his doctor. Like yeah. nothing was helping him because he was just moving. And that was like, that was it. He didn't need anything else. And then I have a stepdaughter who has autism and same thing with her. She was on like when she was a young kid, like a bunch of sleep medication. We had gotten her a blanket probably five years earlier. Yeah. And it, she was able to completely get off the medication. So like I knew firsthand, like, yes, I use one myself and I, and it was amazing for me, but like I slept really well. But then I had these two really close examples of people in my life who were on actually like prescribed medicine. Yeah. Yeah. And the way to blanket was able to take them off that. And so I, just, that. I knew the power yeah. of it. Yeah. yeah and this, we had researched the science behind it, um, th- with my stepdaughter Yeah, and my background is in medical device market development and I had some sales roles. And so I was used to working with clinical trials and being in the operating room and different like devices and new things to market. So I was really comfortable with the whole like science side of it. Right. And the research and the, and the, and the like journal articles, God, that Mm -hmm. takes me back to like university and like bio class. You're like, cite this journal. And you're like, oh my God. So that's really amazing to hear because I, I was going to ask you about like, you must have an amazing team behind you kind of looking at maybe almost a neuroscience or like what it really does for the body. Mm -hmm. There's, I'm sure studies out there that people can research too, but bringing it to an infant and a baby is I think next level because 
like who would have thunk? You know what I mean? You have all this like childcare stuff about like that always weirds you out. Like when I was learning like pre-baby arrival, they're like, don't put this in the crib. Don't have that like loose, like yeah. no toys, no this, no that. And you're like, oh, my God, like yeah. all of these things. So it's, it's like you, you, you wonder how how we survived. Right. <laughs> I, I'm, well, I'm, that's kind of my question of like not even survive, but you're flourishing. But I'm just wondering, like all the scrutiny of all the medical stuff you had to probably overcome. Right. Like you don't have to get into that to that too deeply. But like, I mean, how when when you had this brain idea, how long from that idea to like actual market to like the Shark Tank stuff did it take you to? And like, were there any weird hurdles that were like, OK, wait yeah. five months for this approval or that or you know what I mean? Like, it's so no, weird. It, it took me from inception and I was able to create the prototype very quickly. Like right. that, my mother in law sewed it. So that was really quick. But um, that I thought of in like early summer of 2018. And then I launched in September of 2019. So it was like, it was well over a year. Um, but I think what made me really comfortable is there was a clinical trial that was done that looked at infants with weighted blankets on them up to 20% body weight. So because that had been published and peer reviewed, and then I partnered with that hospital. So we went like really deep on, you know, any, any possible scenario where an infant could be like sick or having, you know, come off of a surgery, like all yeah, these different yeah. scenarios. Um, we developed these in partnership with pediatricians. We researched with certified sleep consultants and that's more like on the design side and yeah. what our parents are currently using. Yeah. And when they go into the homes, it's a lot of times the sleep consultants are, are uncovering these dangerous sleep practices. Yes. So, yes. Some people co-sleep and that's a cultural choice, but a lot of people co-sleep just out of desperation and they don't want to be, and they're not set up to appropriately do that. And so, you know, one, one big thing with this is it simulates that feeling of being held or hugged. Yes. A baby can sleep independently in their crib. It's not going to be a one-to-one to sleeping in your parents' arms, but yeah. it's the next best kind of safest thing. So, yeah. you know, we really definitely focused on that and, the kind of safe sleep guidance is really just bare crib and um, yeah. sleeping on your back. And so, yeah. and sleeping with a sleep sack instead of a loose blanket. So we, that that's how we started. Um, and, you know, just really pluminologists we had some meetings with and just having like, we wanted the stamp of approval from just a bunch of different stakeholders in the medical community, yeah. but really having that clinical trial and working with that hospital, I think that for me was like the Okay, we feel good to go to market. And is that when you took it on to Shark Tank? Yeah, so we um, went on to Shark Tank in September of 2019. So it was cool. actually the same month that I launched the website, which nice. was super crazy. Yeah, so if you watch the episode, they yeah. they don't really beat me up on much because I had hardly been live. <laughs> so yeah, they yeah, were pretty yeah. Crazy. Yeah, that was kind of nice, hey? So you're just like... Thanks, Lori. Mm-hmm. See you out there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And now, like, so the evolution, like, you've launched, I guess you started with, correct me if I'm wrong, the, like, n- I call it, like, the normal sleep sack, like, the standard one without the arms. Mm-hmm. And then swaddle. the swaddle. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And then you went into having the one, now it looks like the transitional one. Mm-hmm. And then the blankets. You've got the sound machine that I saw you come out with you have this awesome collab I like tried to get on there and it was all sold out already so I'm like this is amazing oh, please have no, another one this is so good that was so cute yeah. um it was so cute yeah and uh, I mean, it sold out literally like, in the first like two hours we were 
shocked. I was so behind the game. I was like, do, do, do. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, I know. Maybe I think I'm like size completely eight. gone now. Yeah. And like some of those, some of those skews we ordered a lot of. Like nice. a lot, a lot, a lot. So we were very surprised. We are already talking about doing another collection with That's it's Alexa so cute. Alexa Jean uh, Brown. If anyone knows her, she's a really awesome influencer, but we just did a collab with her. That's so cute. And then I saw that you have your Peter Rabbit. We have Peter Rabbit. That was the licensing we did last year. Yes. So we did like a I think we had a two-year licensing with that. So we're phasing that one out. We're okay. Be potentially bringing out another license in 24. Different group though. Okay. This episode is brought to you by Dreamland Baby Co. If you can't already tell, I'm a big fan of their products. Nova has been using this sleep sack in her infant stages of life and is now sleeping soundly with the weighted blanket. Head over to their website at dreamlandbabycode.com and enter my code you did it to receive 15% off at checkout site-wide. And now back to the show. So what's been your favorite kind of part of your journey? I mean, you're a mom of four, you are a successful entrepreneur, and you come from the background that you do. I mean, like, how's the dynamic in the ecosystem in your house? Like I have to ask, like, does your partner play a role in the company or is he just kind of devoid of the company? Like, I'm always so curious because, you know, it's like, well, it's got to be someone there like helping man the ship or not. But what's yeah. the, like, what's the energy there? Like, does he design stuff for them? No, like, is no. He like, make this design. No. <laughs> it's so funny. We actually, um, he used to call the company, I've shared this a bunch of times now. He used to call it Wasteland Baby. Like being a waste of time. Bless. So when it it was a really interesting time in our life when I came up with this idea. So my husband had been with the same company since he was in college. He did an internship with them. So he had been with them, I think like 13 years. And he was laid off the day before Luke was born. And we had a scheduled induction. So it was just like a crazy time. Then Two months into my maternity leave, the startup I was with shut its doors. Mm-hmm. And we both somewhat knew it was coming. Like yeah. for Rob, my husband, it was like they had started at the top and like he knew, he just didn't think it was going to happen then. And yeah. for me, they had told me in January, like things are not looking good. We recommend everybody start at least just putting out feelers. If yeah. we don't get our second round of funding, like right. we're not going to move forward. Right. But I was like, oh, I'm due March 29th. So like I'm not... I just felt like I wasn't really going to, I was just hoping for the best and hoping yeah. that we'd get the funding that we needed, but I knew it was a possibility. I really didn't think it was going to happen though. And so all of a sudden we were both unemployed. Like it was very wild. So we do have a full-time nanny who lives in our home. She works 45 hours a week. Like yeah. he part of our family with the kids. Yeah. We have four children. Yes. Um, so with, with that, like immediately the first thing we were like, okay, we need to let her go. Yeah. Um, And then my husband was like full-time looking for work and I was, you know, more or less with the kids and a new baby. And so we had the four kids, they were five and under all four of them. And, you know, this newborn just relentlessly waking up every night. I mean, a lot of times when I come on these podcasts, I shared the entrepreneurial story, but like, this is like the real home story. (laughs) Um, It was a nightmare. It was truly like the worst year of my life. I mean, partly because for six months I didn't sleep and I was just, it's almost like, for people do, who don't have kids, if you could imagine if you've ever gone on like a bender in Vegas, right? Yeah. And you're, you're up until like four in the morning and then you're back up at eight for like two nights in a row. Like imagine doing that for six months. And now, then having no to like involved, fly to Miami but, and do another bender 
and then come back to work. Right, <laughs> like, right. It, it, it was brutal. Like, yeah. I, and I just remember I got to a spot where I was so angry at him. Like I was just yeah. angry because I was so tired all the time. And I like was not getting dressed anymore. I was not working out. I was not going to the gym. I was literally just surviving. I would drive yeah. my kids school in my pajamas with sunglasses on, like wouldn't even talk to anybody. Like it was, it was bad. And I didn't have postpartum depression. Yeah. I was just exhausted. Yeah. I feel so, you. Yeah, yeah. It was, you know, it was a tough time in my marriage too, because then all of a sudden we had no money. Yeah. Um, we both have, I mean, we both had really good careers yeah. before then. And I was always used to kind of having my own money. And so it went from just having this, you know, I was sleeping and normal and whatever. Yeah. And it felt like everything shifted really quick. And so, um, because it, it, it we were both laid off, like, like I said, w- within two months of Luke being born. So, mm-hmm. you know, it was very stressful. And I just remember my husband, we'd always say he's in finance. So mm-hmm. he's, you know, I'm a finance major. So we're always looking at money. Awesome. And so he would always say like, like gas and groceries. So that was all we could buy. So, I mean, it was, to the point where my kids were not enrolled in sports. Like they, you know, we just, we had no money. And so we didn't know like how long he would be laid off for, or if he'd find another job, his role is pretty specific. Um, and so in the midst of all this, I said, listen, I'm going to finish out my maternity leave. I'm not sleeping. Like I can't even go function an interview right now. So I still have like what I would have had would be another month before I went back to work. And then during that time I did, you know, I came up with the concept of yeah. and baby and, um, I was still interviewing and, and I, I had interviewed a little bit before that, but it honestly, like, I was so tired. I was like, I don't even know how I could go back to work. Like we would need to hire like a night nurse or something because like he is up all night and in hindsight, I'm like, why didn't my husband really help? Because I wasn't really breastfeeding him at the time, but it was all me. Like I was, I was yeah, doing yeah, yeah. it during the night. Yeah. Um, and so anyone who hears a story, they're like, oh, you were, you were unemployed. And so, you know, you, you, you put all your time into dreamland baby. And I'm yeah. like, no, well, yes, I would <laughs> yes, never yes. have quit yeah. my job. That's a yeah. thing. Like I always want to make that really clear. Like I would not have quit, but I also didn't feel right. Like interviewing for a new position and going, yes, I'm going to be super dedicated to this role. Yeah. And knowing that I wanted to pursue something different. So it just like ethically like didn't sit well with me. And that's where it came in where my husband started calling it Wasteland Baby because he's like, you're wasting your time because you could get a job quickly. Like you're very marketable. You have this really good skill set. And he's like, his job, like we knew would take longer. And so he's like, we don't, we don't even have health insurance. I mean, we had to pay like through the state or or whatever it was. It was incredibly expensive. We have four children together. And then he has three other children. So it was yeah. like, we were paying for nine people for health insurance. Like it was crazy expensive. Wow. So it was just for all those reasons, he's like, this is a waste of your time. And I just, I just felt like, no, because I am back on my feet. Like, look at me. Like I'm feeling amazing because yeah. I'm sleeping. Yeah. But it was still a grind because I had the four kids at home. I didn't have any help. We don't have family that watches the kids close. And so I would wake up at 5 a.m. I'd go work out for like 30, 40 minutes. Then I'd start working. I would wake up like before five, like 4.45, like super early. So okay, I was so like, you were part uh, of the 5 a.m. club, but like earlier, like legit. Like super early. Um, oh my God. Because I would want to like get in a quick workout yeah. like 5 to 5.30. So I'd have to wake up before that. So I could like, you know, and everything was like super disciplined. 
on the clock, like just very point. Um, yeah. Like, yeah, just very intentional with everything I did. That's amazing. My other kids woke up at around eight at the time. One was in kindergarten, two were in preschool and then Luke would sleep. But I mean, they were only gone for like three hours a day. So it was, it kind of, there was kind of an overlap of about two and a half hours where I could get stuff done during the day. And yeah. then at like five, my husband would come home from either interviewing or like whatever he was doing and he would take over. And then I would work from about five to 10 every night. So I was still getting in, you know, about 10 hour days. Yeah. And a lot of it is like you hurry up and wait. And I'm just like yeah, researching. Yeah, yeah. So it feels like it's not forward momentum because yes. right now yeah. when I look at my to-do list, I'm like everything I do is going to push forward like a revenue activity or like hiring yes, yes, something, yes. something like that. But this was just, it was like figuring out and like researching. And I, I went to a lot of networking things that in hindsight were a waste of time. But at the time <laughs> I didn't know, like a lot of local yeah. like different like things. whatever. Like, yeah. Now, you know, like I remember not I went to <laughs> chamber of commerce, like a chamber of commerce meeting in yeah. my town. And everyone's like, Oh, I'm a real estate agent. Like I have a local bakery, you know? And yeah. so right away I was like, okay, I'm, I'm in the wrong spot, but like, I'm not really sure how to get in the right spot. Like yeah. I need to be with e-commerce people. Yeah. These are local brick and mortar people. Yeah. 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 Which was fine. But so like, you know, there's a lot of time wasted, but nothing's wasted. It's all yeah. learning. So, um, you know, I spent oh, time doing that too. It was fun. You know, in hindsight, like it was a really fun time because it was just like so exciting and new. And yeah. like, I had nothing like now it's like, we have a revenue number and we have like margins and like, you know, there's so much to look at and we have people on the team. You have that, a great product. Oh, we have a good product, but it's, it's just, it's like I'm running a real company now. So there's, there's, you know, there's That's deadlines. So but at the time, I love it was that. All, yeah. Like, it's it all crazy. It's like and me I right now with my backdrop. One day mm-hmm. this will not be so vinyly. <laughs> I like it. I my, cool sis- my sister designed this for me, but I'm like, I need a banner back here so I don't look like I'm in just a studio all the time. And she's like, true, true. But no, oh, I, like no, I, I feel it's you. Cool. It's like starting from the ground up and then I'm sure you had to like source out an amazing team, build all that stuff, the business side. And then like, how how did Shark Tank happen for you? Like, I'm curious to know, like, is that something you pitched yourself for and you were like, okay, I'm ready? Or did you have like a PA that was like, hey, Tara, girl, no, there I got you PA. on, you know, like. I ran the company, I ran the company by myself until the spring of 2021. Like it was, it's, the, when I tell you this is bootstrapped, I mean, it is bootstrapped. Love like it. it was, yeah. So Shark Tank was really interesting because in my networking, I had gone to a, um, what is it? It was called the coop. I think it's still around, but basically you bring the kids and they like run around and play and then you can sit like right next to them, but with your laptop. So it's kind of oh, encouraged cute. if you need to like work or whatever, yeah. or just get you know, like a mommy moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you're, you're like half watching them, but ha- you know, you're just like, and in they're the safe. Thing. They're like in a, in a confined, awesome, mm-hmm. like whatever, like soft yeah. squishy zone. Yeah. 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 So you awesome. drop in, it's like a two hour drop in or something. So I just started chatting with the owner and this is again, like me, like just networking. And so she said, um, <clears throat> cause she, it's a, it's a franchise. So I was like, Oh, tell me about it. Like your website's cool. How did you build it? And she was like, well, I didn't build it. Like it's a franchise. Like, so she was giving me all this information. She's like, you know who you should talk to? She said, this girl, Tammy Rant, she's the founder of Tush Baby and she lives in Walnut Creek. And I said, okay, sure. Like give me her number. And so I called Tammy. I'm like, Hey, would you want to meet me like someday for coffee or whatever? She had just had a baby. Like 
her baby was a month old. Great. And so she was like trying to get out of the door and she was like, you know what? She's like, I can't get out of the door. Like just come to my house. And I'm like, okay. So I'm like, this is weird. So I go to her house fast forward now. What are we five years later? She's yeah. one of my best friends. And it's been super cool. Cause we have like walked this journey together. Yeah. She was on shark tank that year. So I said, tell me like, what do I need to do? And she's like, well, just apply. Like the first thing you do is like, just apply. And so I went on to the website and there's just a little box. You can't, you can only pretty much write a paragraph. Like there's not, I thought like I could include pictures and videos and like, no, no, they want an elevator pitch. Like you're doing like a movie. You're like, and go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had a, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it is a real, it's a real pitch, but it's also a show. And our story was really interesting. Like we were both laid off. Yeah. We have these four kids, five and under, just like the (laughs) crazy, like relentless crying. I need to sleep. Um, Yeah. (laughs) We need to sleep. We're having a crisis here. But then also they were like, this is super interesting product and weighted blankets are like super hot right now. It was the gift of the year for 2017 and 2018. So they, I'm trying to think what happened next. So they emailed me and I yeah. thought it was a scam where it was like subject, like Shark Tank, Tara yeah. Williams, something like that. I was like, what? And so it said, you know, whoever it's from. And so I called Tammy and I'm like, is this a spam? And she's like, Tara, that's the executive producer. Like he's the decision Like this maker. is legit. Like, he's oh. vetted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. Like, he's the guy. Like <gasps> normally he doesn't even reach out. But so he had actually, his parents lived in my neighborhood so he recognized, like, you have to put your address in. So he yeah. recognized the address. And he was yeah. like, I'll take this call. So I'm like, crazy coincidence. So normally you, there's like an assistant producer and this and that. And like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Get to him, but yeah. he's the one that took the call with me. So he was like, we're going to push you through. So we have this call, like everything's great. And then basically he said, you know, how much sales do you have? And it was like the music stopped. Literally like, right. I'm like, well, we haven't launched yet. And this was February or March of 2019. Right. So we had launched like six months later. So he was like, oh, and he's like, well, that's not interesting for the sharks. Like they're not going to, they're not going to invest in a pre-launch company. He's like, do you have any sales? And I was like, well, we're going to do a Kickstarter. And this is what Tammy had done. Right. And so- he said, um, okay, get me the results of the Kickstarter. And then like, if it's enough, if it's a, a you know reasonable amount, then we can put you on for airing in September. Wow. Because they air in June and September. So he's like, right. you already missed June. So. That's kind of cool. But that like kickstarted, n- no pun intended. Pun in, yeah, but pun intended. To yeah. do <laughs> the Kickstarter because I had thought about it, but we had all the safety in place. We had all the compliance in place, all like the CPSC, yeah. all of that. But what I was really then, like the next step after that was more like packaging and design and the logo and like the product and the materials and just like making sure everything like looked how I wanted it. And so I wasn't there yet. I mean, I could have developed and iterated this for another year, right? Yeah, yeah. But it was like done is good enough. Like we have the critical pieces in place. We have the safety. We have the medical backing. You know, we have all of that stuff that matters. Yeah, yeah. The look of it is less important. So, um. I was just like, okay, let's do it. So we, I started just going into the Kickstarter and I launched it in like a month after the conversation. And then we closed it the end of May. And, um, he was like, yeah, that's good. You're on. And how did you like design the concept of like all the prints that you have from the initial one? Like, was that a collaborative effort just with friends or family? Was it just like stars? Okay, good. I need something or, you know what I mean? Like, and 
it, it, like your prints right now are so cute. Like they're just they're simple and they're elegant and they're not like clashing. Like they're they're not like yeah. too much. You know what I mean? Yes. You're like, oh, this is weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I, you know, it's really interesting because at the time I had this young baby and I had kids really early. My um, oldest daughter's I had her when I was 25. So a lot of my friends, when I had my youngest, were just yeah. having their first. And yes. then I have a sister who's three and a half years younger than me. So all like her friends were just starting to have kids. So like I had a ton of people in my life that I was super close with that were all just in that phase. And, you know, we're just looking around. It was like, what do you like? And so I wanted to design something that I wanted to put on my baby that I wanted in my home. And I think right around that time, this was 2018, but even when Brooklyn was born, that's my oldest in 2012, like I think when Instagram started, people wanted it to be more aesthetically pleasing. Like if you remember when we were kids, we had the the jumper and it was like bright red, bright yellow. And like, I don't want that stuff in my house. I want it to match my home decor. So I want something that's muted and like grays and beiges and neutral. And so when I looked at this, I just had seen a pattern and I was like a star pattern. It's, you know, it's pretty common, right. On baby stuff. And I was like, I love this. And it's like simple. And then I had, um, reached out to a few people who I knew were in the baby space and they were like, yeah, gray is always a bestseller. It's gender neutral. Like that I would go with a gray star. And so I'm like, okay, that's it. (laughs) And so, yeah, yeah, I had a designer just design it and we got the vector prints and off we went. And off you go. That's amazing. It's so lovely. Like all I kept hearing was like alignment, alignment. Like it's like everything kind of like poured down in and like funneled in to support this venture for you, even though it was like a shit storm. And you were like, okay, Mm -hmm. like what is life? And now we're here. But I think the value in hearing what you've put out to our listeners and people watching is the fact that you just kept going. Like you didn't let it squash you. Um, No offense, husband, um, but like way to go. Like it it sounded like he almost like fueled your fire to keep going too. Like, I mean, it was like, (laughs) it was extra motivating. So I remember he had said to me, like, he was like, all right, you, you can do this for a year. And like, if something is not happening with this in a year, like he's like, you, like we need Let's you. shut it your, down. Your family needs you yeah, to like, yeah. like we yeah. need money. Um, and so yeah, he was very anti. And then, you know, we got that call in. I guess it was May. Yeah, they wanted us to come on Shark Tank, and like immediately he's like, "Oh, I'll come on with you. Like I'll be the actor. What? Like I'm like, <laughs> you're like yeah, I'm supporting you. You're doing amazing." I was like, "Okay, whatever." You're like, "Fine, like, swaddle the baby." Yeah. Can you do it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Show me how. Yeah. Um, no. After that, he had a great attitude, and he's never been involved in the business. He's never, you know, he he has his own job and his own career. Um, I don't think him. I mean, gosh, being co-founders, I couldn't imagine. And then him like working for me and reporting <laughs> to me would not work. So that's just not our dynamic. That's so cute. So it, it worked out best. But he has his thing. I have my that's thing. Awesome. You know, we're both. Just- so you're both. Yeah, you're both like in your own lanes doing your thing. And like, what do your kids think of it? Like, I know your little amoeba at the time was just like, oh, this is great. And I'm sleeping. But like. Are are they like fully aware and is he fully aware that he was kind of the inspo sparklight that started this journey? I mean, is there a little bit of like a, hey, high five, buddy, you know, like, does he have shares in the company? Like what? You know, like Um, (laughs) like what's their vibe? 
Like, yeah, the kids, the kids are funny. So we, we do pay them sometimes um, yes. if they do something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool. I mean, you have to, they do, they're in photo shoots a lot. They yeah. do a lot of like the social media stuff with us. Um, we have like a lot of the product testing, fit testing. So, you know, they know that they have like a Dreamland baby bank account. Um, I mean, it's very nominal, but at one point my girls were like, she's doing all these TikToks. Um, so they, you know, it's, it's like a family business in the digital. Yeah. Um, we used to ship out of my house and they would help me with that a ton. Um, so, so we would, you know, pack up the car and we'd like bring it to the post office yeah. and still do now. Like some things for influencers will make special boxes and they'll help. I really try to pull them in like wherever I can. Um, but it's really cute. Cause my girls are now, um, one just turned 11, one's almost 10 and they're like, Oh, I want to have my own business when I grow up. So yes, girl. like it's very neat. Yeah. It's very neat that I'm, you know, they can see me as their mom and know my role in motherhood, but also that I have, you know, a career and a business and hundred percent making a difference in a lot of people's lives. And it's really neat because we have, um, like we just, we just moved and our neighbor, her youngest is four. Yeah. So I just assumed she hadn't heard of us. I, I, I guess I assume everyone hasn't heard of us, but I said, I mentioned, you know, she's like, oh, what do you do for work or whatever? And I said, oh, I, you know, I have this company, Dreamland Baby. And she's like, oh my gosh, like we use that. Like it changed our life. Yeah. And like, we're standing right there. So it's like super cool because we have these moments where that, you know, that happens yeah. and somebody says I use it or like I gave it to a friend or like, yeah. I love it. And, and so, and you know, and it, it, it's starting to happen more and more. I wouldn't say anyone recognizes me like as a celebrity by any means, but like, if it comes up, they're just like, Oh my gosh. And so just having my kids see that they'll, they'll a lot of times be like, mom, are you famous? And I'm like, no, I'm not famous. I love that. But, yeah. <laughs> I, the product is famous. Yeah. And so a lot of people know what it is and yeah. I created it. So yeah. And they, a lot of times they'll say, oh, Luke is the favorite because he's the dreamland baby. And that's how, and like even the name dreamland baby, was that part of your like light bulb moment? Did it all happen at that same time? Or was it like, mm, no, like whiteboard meeting? Like what yeah, works? You know, no, like, I was pretty intentional about the name. I was, I kept going back to like, I wanted something where it was like, meet me at dreamland or like right. Neverland. Like, I just wanted it to kind of be this like whimsical, just destination, um, the company. And so, yeah, at first we used to call the product dreamland, like the dreamland. Yes, yeah. 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 Um, but now it has more of a proper name, but yeah, yeah, no, um, he didn't really have anything to do with the name, but he's always, I mean, he's on the packaging. He's in all our photos. My kids are on the package as well. Oh, I love that. you know, they're on it and they're involved. Um, but it's really fun. It's very special. And, and I really, I'm just so, I feel so grateful and full of just truly like gratitude that this is my job. And I know it's cheesy, but my dad, you know, growing up, he always said like, find something you love yeah, yeah, yeah. in your life. And yeah. I just feel like I love my job. I love my team. I love what I do. I get to work from home. Like I can check in, and, you know, hang out with my kids while we have lunch together. Yeah. It's a, it's a it's beautiful a thing. Mm-hmm, I mean, yeah. like, how do you handle that dynamic? Like, I mean, being a mom, an entrepreneur, you have a successful business. Like, do you, and you sound so on point like you woke up at like 4 45 just to get it yeah. done and like you know do you 
are you regimented like that or are you more like free flow or like do you have like this is mom and baby time and this is like hubby date night time and this is like me only time like is that is that kind of how you navigate your life super super structured and disciplined like for sure I mean now I actually I go to um I like working out actually in the afternoon or the evening like the working out first thing in the morning is just not like I feel like I'm like not awake yeah but I put a call on every morning at seven like and that just forces me. So I like get up at six 30, like take a 10 minute shower, come downstairs. I have a tea. Like I have the same, I have my athletic greens. Yeah. I have the same <laughs> morning routine. I get on my call at seven and then like, I pretty much go for the day. Nice. Um, and my last call usually ends around five and then I will like hang out with the kids or like last night I like went for a run on my neighborhood and my son drove on his scooter. So we did that together. So, so I try to like incorporate them in, but yeah, I work every day from seven to five. That's always like even on Fridays mm-hmm. um I used to work on the weekends but I feel like by getting you know a good like 50 hours per weekend it's I can get everything I need done sorry I mean, did you always- say 50 five zero yes. yes okay you heard that everybody 50 we're not doing a regular yes. 40 with this there's one. always I mean I could work I could work 100 hours a week Me but too. there's always more I can do <laughs> but I feel at 50 it's a yeah. good balance of being able to like see my kids and my family yeah because I used to work from seven to seven every day that was tough yeah that I felt like I just those two extra hours I felt like I didn't see the kids at all and then yeah. on the weekends we plan a ton of fun things like it's completely family what I don't really get is time to myself I have noticed that like there's no time for me oh yeah because <laughs> I'm with my kids or my husband or working. I just had that conversation with my husband and one of my girlfriends was like, yeah, my husband and I in our schedule, like every night or every week, once a week, we have like that night alone. So the other person takes care of it. And so she's like, if I don't come home at this, you know, on this time on this day, don't worry about me. It's my night. I'm like, that's kind of smart. But I'm like, yeah. it's it's a tough balance. And not to be, you know, creepy, but I'm a creep. I creeped your IG and you it, you've traveled a lot. I mean, where is your favorite place that you've been to recently or that you have to like, this is a YOLO moment. Like everyone should go to it, you know? Yeah. Well, it's so funny because I, I was just saying to one of my friends, I was like, everyone's in Europe right now. Right? Yes. <laughs> and they were like, I don't know anybody there. I'm like, no, like all the influencers and like yes. just everybody I know. Um, it's Italy. I'm, I'm half Italian. Like my grandparents were born in Italy. Uh, my dad's side is hundred percent Italian. Amazing. So when I'm there, I just feel like I'm home and specifically Capri. Like that is my okay. place. Like, I love it there. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Do you speak it? I don't know. Duolingo, Duolingo. Our that's nanny, a- our nanny's from Italy. And no she, way. She all the time to my kids. Oh, yeah, that's so amazing. Really that's yeah. so cool. Um, they and- speak a little bit, but not they're, um, they're like pasta, pasta. Yeah. Oh my God. This the worst. But I, I wanted to quickly um, talk about the customer service program that you guys mm. do with yeah. uh, Dreamland Baby Co. And I don't want to keep you too much longer because I know you have to get back to your four kids and your business and your evening. Mm-hmm. So thank you. But c- can you touch on that to our listeners and viewers? Like, what is that exactly that that brings to the company? Yeah, the, it, it's so special and it's so unique. Um, So when I first started, I had two people who worked 20 hours a week to make up a 40 hour per week employee. And it worked okay, but they, it was like they had other things or mm. when it came to a head was 
they they didn't take vacation. They both took off the same week. It was like around the 4th of July. I'm like, oh my gosh, like we have no coverage. And I could tell it was just taxing on them because customer service, you know, it's rewarding in the sense that people sometimes reach out and they're like, thank you, this was great. But for the most part, people are reaching out because they're like, where's my package? My shipping was delayed. I got the wrong thing. Like, you know, you didn't apply the coupon code. Yeah. There's an issue or I want to return it. I'm past the 30 days. And like, they're just a lot of times upset and it's, you know, 90% of what they deal with is shipping. And that's really unfortunately out of our control. And it was especially bad during, um, kind of the, the height of COVID. Yeah. 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 Everything was delayed and carriers not showing up. So you can imagine like people are just frustrated. They're at home. They're taking that out. And then I think you couple that with the fact that our customers are really specific in one, they're mostly women, Two, most of them are have are either pregnant or have just had a baby. So yeah. hormones are kind of crazy. Yeah. And yeah. three, they're not sleeping, right? Yes. So it's like no a really tough combination. <laughs> right. It's a it's a it's a woo combination. So like I want to see your messages on Instagram for those sorry moms out there, those like evening Karen's that are like 3 a.m. not sleeping, writing a complaint. Like <laughs> I wonder if there's yeah. an analytic for like, like where is my sleep? My, yeah. Where is my sleep like, at 4 a.m. overnight delivery? Yeah. Like I am going to <laughs> like burst through this computer screen and punch something. <laughs> so um you know, customer service, it's just, it takes a special person. And so we had one, one of the two girls went on maternity leave herself. And when she came back, she said, we've got to do it different. She said, let's hire, instead of having two people working each 20 hours a week, she said, let's hire four people and have them work 10 hours a week. Cool. And I was like, 10 hours, like two hours a day. And she said, yes. And I said, that like, by the time you get going, like that's, and then you're winding down and she's like, let me do it. I know like a couple people, let me hire these other people. Like let's build out this team. And we're, we're now at six, Wow! but it has been amazing That's because okay. they all work. I would say they started at 10, but I would say everybody's at about 15 hours a week. Okay. And then the amazing thing is if one person goes on vacation or has a sick baby or whatever they have, like there's a whole group. They can have a life to just like pick up for them. So yeah, they're all moms first. They have their babies at home with them and they adjust their working times based on nap schedules. That is so cute. <laughs> also, like, where do people apply? <laughs> like, I know we get people reach out all the time and they're wow. constantly like, I heard about your customer service. Like, do you, and we pay really well too. And so they're like, do you have wow. any openings? And so, you know, it's these women that we have on our team otherwise would not be able to have a job yeah. because they're, you know, it's very the hours are constrained. It's it's insane. Yeah, like I can relate. Like I'm so grateful I get to do what I do as a career and I can build my schedule ish, but like yeah, I could only imagine. Like yeah. like schlepping into an office for like 9 a.m. and like only like having to be there for those hours. Like it, oh, there's no way. Yeah, and it just wouldn't even be worth like driving and like that. So yeah. they can they're all virtual. They can work from home. Um, Beautiful. You know, babies are sleeping in the background. Like it's really it's something that I'm like super proud of, yes. especially being a female founded company. Um, it's you know my mom. I always think about my mom because she 
is a dental hygienist. She still works. And she worked two, she, she has always worked two hours a day. Yeah. And when we were growing up, she worked like Tuesday, Thursday, and it was from seven to two. And so my dad would drive us to like our neighbor's house in the morning and then she'd bring us to school and my mom would pick us up. So she was going to pick us up every day after, after school. And for her, like her dream was really more to be a, a stay-at-home mom, Yeah, but she loved just having her own money, her own freedom, her own thing, like to use a skill that she had. But as soon as her day was over, like she shut her, you know, no computer, but she yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> work clothes behind and like she was done. And, and so, she was with you. Yeah. Yeah. She was with us. And so that's really the like opportunity, like in all of these women, like I see my mom. And so that's the opportunity I want to give them where I'm like, you want to like work two hours a day and then be done. And like, when you shut your computer and you're done, we have a manager and she's more on all the time. Yeah. yeah. But for everyone who works the very part time, you know, two, two and a half hours a day, um, they're, you know, it's just like, they're on, they get to use their brain. These are all women that went to college. Like these are college educated women. And they're like, I, there's nothing else I could like apply my skill set to. And they love it. Like they, it's just, it's so cool. It's so cool. It's something I'm proud of. Yeah. I love that. I mean, Thank you so much. I have, I mean, I have so many more questions I could ask you, but I, I guess I just want to round off the, um, the conversation with you today to say, first of all, thank you. But if there is any piece of advice that like you would give people out there starting to build their family, um, besides having them buy Dreamland Baby Co. swaddles and blankets, obviously, um, duh, I mean, <laughs> what, what would be like some of like your top three hacks? Like I, I already heard one that I'm going to reiterate and I think it's putting you first, like taking care of you uh, and yeah. maybe don't, I, you, can, you can rebut me on that one, but I feel like that's very important, you know? As much as I'm like, I don't take a time on my own. I do. Cause I do yeah. go to yoga at least four days a week and that's, that's amazing. And I have even scheduled it. Like my daughter plays soccer. Her soccer is from six to seven thirty. Yeah. And so I go to yoga right down the street. It's from six to seven. So like you make I it happen. I have 45. I like scoot into yoga and then I go and I get to watch the last like 15 minutes of her practice, which she loves when we watch her practice. So it's like, again, it's like just being super deliberate and intentional. And so like, those are two days a week that like I drive her and I always go to my class. And so it's just like, it anchors us because somebody has to drive her and pick her up. So, you yeah. know, I, I found a class that's over by where she plays. Um, so, you know, definitely like making time for yourself, making time for your spouse. We do date night a lot, like a lot of Friday or Saturday nights, me and my husband go out and we, you know, we'll get a sitter or, um, if it's like right in our neighborhood, my daughter's 11 now. So we'll, we'll, if we're going to a neighbor's house or something, she watches the kid, the, they all watch themselves kind of, um, that's, that's the joy of having older kids now. So, you know, put yourself first, put your marriage first, because after your kids are out of the house, like that's (laughs) going to be the person you're left with. Um, I love having my kids close. So my, my first two are 14 months apart. My second and third are 17 months apart. And then we did take a three-year break because we thought we were done after my third, but we had Luke as a fourth, but really, I mean, they're all within five years. So it's awesome that especially the older three, I mean, they're like one grade apart each, but they just, we're all in the zone of going to Disney. We all want to go to the beach. We all want to go watch the same movies. Like they're at the same phase in life and they will be because they're only, you know, a year and a half apart. And so that's, it's just really fun to have, they have these built-in best friends and like our house is just it's like the party house. There's always kids here. It's just, it's, it's so, and I'm one of five. So growing up, that's what I had to. And I wanted to like, okay. duplicate my childhood. Yeah. So I say have the kids close, have them as yeah. close as you can, and then have them as young as you can. 
because I'm going to say my body bounced back. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I have to say, I can't see all of you, but I can see what I see and you look amazing. So I mean, kudos. Like, no, but I love it because now I'm like, I can get my facials. I can get my Botox. I can like, you know, I can go to my hot yoga classes. Like my sister's pregnant right now. She can't, she can't even put any creams on her face. And, um, so I just feel like I got, I had my kids early together young and I'm preserving my youth as I get older. Cause I just feel like the trend is now like have your kids older, but we, we did it you can do it all with having your kids young. Like we travel still, we, you just do it with them and it's, it's so fun. And then when they're out the door, it's you and your husband and you guys aren't like in your sixties, you're still young and you can like do things. Yeah. Be there and hang with your kids. I mean, I feel that I wish I had my kid a little bit younger, but I didn't meet my guy until at that later stage in life. So that was good. But see, you you can't always, you can't always predict it, but for the young twenties that are just like, I'm single till I'm 30, rethink it. Rethink it and get a Dreamland Baby Co. You can find them everywhere. They are on Instagram at Dreamland Baby Co., TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, Pinterest, and of course their website. Um, thank you so much for being here with me today and everyone else who's listening and or watching. Tara, you are like, you are fire. You, I could like talk to you for hours. I don't like, hopefully, maybe one day we could like meet in person and have a little margarita yes, or local, something. Aren't you? <laughs> I'm local-ish. I'm out in the desert, but um, we, we got to get back there. We just needed to live on a golf course for a minute and pretend we were 85. But <laughs> there you <laughs> What go. can you do? Well, thank you again, everyone. And thank you, Tara Williams, for being here. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Dreamland Baby Co., everyone. Check them out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Pinterest, and wherever they are. And get yourself a weighted baby blanket. And when I say get yourself a weighted blanket, I mean like, yeah, get one for you too. But also get one for your kids. Or get one and give them as a gift because they have been a game changer in my house. Now, if you enjoyed this podcast, please remember to rate, subscribe, and share it. It would be so appreciated because I love what I do and I want to keep sharing it with you all. Have a great day and tune in next week.